Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Drafted in 1988 in the 62nd round, the 1390th pick overall. Today, he calls Cooperstown home. Mike Piazza, welcome to the Hall of Fame. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And we're back. In New York, not Cali. Live from Tribeca, it's Keith McPherson on the fan. 101.9 FM, inside the 1 o'clock hour of another KM to 2 AM. Now, you know, I, I thought about throwing out some uh, anytime touchdown props. And I've already, if you've listened last night and tonight, I've already said some names. But, you know, I, I did have the caller Dave talk about gambling. And I, I do realize that uh, not everyone bets responsibly, gambles safely, uh like it's it's a slippery slope. You know, I'm I'm down in my FanDuel account right now. I I hit a nice little hit on Florida State over the weekend, turned five dollars into four seventy five, still down. <laughs> and lifetime, I don't even want to know what I'm down lifetime because I used to bet with the bookie. I used to bet I'm I'm from Jersey, so like sports gambling in your phone that was live in jersey i feel like in like 2017 i was gambling with the bookie on campus uh mom at the university i probably shouldn't even say more but like i've been sports gambling for a minute man i remember having to rob peter to pay paul back in the day that was scary <laughs> so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go the betting route of saying hey bet this bet this like this isn't odds on sports this isn't uh shout out to nick costos this isn't bet ql I'm a radio host. I don't know anything about gambling. Sometimes I get lucky. And, you know, I've told you since the birth of my son, I don't gamble as much. I uploaded $150 into FanDuel over the weekend for college football. Thank God I had a 50% profit boost. And I'm a Florida State football fan. I don't follow them as closely as I did growing up, but I used to be a big Florida State football fan. Uh, from Charlie Ward, Dion before my time, Charlie and Dion to Chris Winkie to uh, Peter Warwick to Dalvin Cook, you know, to uh, now Jordan Travis and Keon Coleman. I cashed $5 with a 50% profit boost 
with Florida State money line over 55 and a half. Jordan Travis anytime touchdown. Keon Coleman two touchdowns. Five dollars turned into four seventy five. So I'm not going to give you my gambling props and advice. And I always say like I'll, I'll show you the wins, but I don't want to be responsible for the losses. I don't want people to start turning on me. Right? If you like me. You start hating me if I tell you what the bet and your bets don't hit. You're going to immediately say, hey, this is Keith's fault. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to cross that line. But a line I will cross is prediction time. NFL division winners and rankings. And I can do this quick. In the NFC East, I've got the Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East. Not because I'm a fan, but just because uh, no team wins it back-to-back. The Eagles won it last year. And honestly... Last year when the Cowboys faced off against the Eagles, we had to see Gardner Minshew in one game, Cooper Rush in another game. Hopefully we get to see Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott. And there's a part of me that just believes Philly last year, they didn't get it done last year. They're not going back this year. You know, I just don't think Jalen Hurts is going to do it. He's got the money, whatever. Uh, I got the Eagles coming in second. And then I got the Giants coming in third. I'm sorry, Giants fans. It is what it is. I will eat my words if they prove me wrong, if they're actually able to win this division. But, like, going back to last year, beating the Commanders, come on, the Commanders are going to finish in last place. So Cowboys first, Eagles second, Giants third, Commanders fourth in the NFC East. In the AFC East, I got the Buffalo Bills winning it. It's their division. Until Miami rises up, I got Miami second. And the Jets, as much hype and as much talent is on the Jets, Football is a game of cohesion. If you've never been in the trenches, if you've never gone to battle, you might not understand what I'm talking about. You need to trust the man next to you. You need reps with the guy next to you. It's 11 guys pulling the same chain, and you're only as strong as the weakest link. And unfortunately, on both sides of the ball for the Jets, I think there are a couple weak links that can be exposed. I also think there's some weak links in the coaching staff. And I don't expect it to all come together this year where they can win the division. I think they can possibly get into the wild card with the last wild card. But I don't even, like, I I struggled with the Dolphins. If the Dolphins had Jalen Ramsey healthy, I don't know. I still think the Dolphins are going to be good. I almost had the Dolphins win the division. Buffalo first, Miami second, New York third, the, the Patriots fourth. But don't sleep on the Patriots either. The other night I was talking about the Patriots. Go look up Patriots... And let's do that for a second. Patriots depth chart. I think there are some familiar names in New England that you may have forgotten about. And I started to run through them the other night. Not worried about Juju Smith-Schuster. He's mid. He's a Super Bowl champion. Uh, I don't know if he's playing in this first week. He might be hurt. But Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Parker. Those are two guys that have played elsewhere that are there. Hunter Henry should have a decent year. But now Mike Gisecki. From the Miami Dolphins, also pride of Southern Regional and Penn State, short conference football, Nitty Lion, he's over there. And don't forget about Ezekiel Elliott. He's not going to rush for 1,000 yards, but they'll use him in short yardage. They'll use him in goal line situations, and he'll pass block. Ramondre Stevenson, if he stays healthy, he's going to be the bell cow. And on defense, they did go out there and and shore up uh, Udon. And I think their defense, Matthew Udon, I think their defense is going to be fine. It's a Bill Belichick defense. Jabril Peppers is over there. You guys remember him? They drafted Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. That kid is, is going to be a, a good corner for a long time in this league. Um, Josh Uchi. Um, there's some good guys over there 
on uh, New England. I don't expect them to be juggernauts, but I expect them to compete under Belichick, under Bill O'Brien. Mac Jones is a make-or-break year, and uh, I still got them finishing fourth, but I think they can you know, play spoiler, and they might they might be able to beat the Jets that first game coming to MetLife. Bill Belichick's going to look at the film, and he's going to dissect things, and he's going to see things that other folks don't, and he's going to know how to attack them. So we've gone to the east on both sides. Let's go to the south on both sides. In the NFC South, I've got the New Orleans Saints winning that division, and you heard it here first. They're a dark horse to go to the Super Bowl and have Derek Carr quarterbacking a team in Allegiant Stadium, his old home with the Raiders. I think the Saints have the chance to get to the Super Bowl. I repeat, last year I repeated that the Chiefs were going to win. When everybody was saying Buffalo Bills, I said it's the Chiefs. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are still the best quarterback and head coach combo. I don't think that's the case with uh, Allen and Carr, but I do think the Saints are going to have an easy time in their division, and depending on where they land in the playoffs, they'll have home field advantage, and I, I, I think they can light it up. I think that they're, they're a team, if they get off to a hot start, the NFC is open, they could potentially make a run to the Super Bowl if things go the right way. I think Derek Carr has a lot to prove. Their first place for me in the NFC South the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I have coming in second. I understand Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback over there. But this is a team that's two years removed from the Super Bowl. Uh, three years. This is a team that still has some guys on defense. Uh, they still have Devin White. They still have Mike Evans. Rashad White, I think, is still um, you know a decent running back that can make some noise this year. I, I, I expect the Buccaneers to be second in the South. Because looking at Atlanta with Desmond Ritter... And, yeah, they have Drake London at wide receiver. They have Kyle Pitts at tight end. They have B. John Robinson at running back. They hit on all those skill positions, but they did not hit on a quarterback. I don't think Desmond Ritter is like that. I'm not even sure he could throw the ball. Like, I don't, I don't, like his, I, like, I don't know if he, he doesn't throw a pretty football. I don't know if he can really throw the ball. We'll see. He may prove me wrong. I think they just defaulted into him, right? If Marcus Mariota had a better year, if you watch quarterback, he was done before the season ended. If he had a better year, he might be back there. Now he's backing up Jalen Hurts. So I got the Falcons coming in third. And the Carolina Panthers, they better block for that little boy they have playing quarterback. Bryce Young is not a big guy. Like, he he's small body frame. Yes, he's cerebral. Yes, he's a, a quarterback mind. But they were able to protect him at Alabama. And he had receivers running free. That's not going to be the case uh, down there in Carolina just in the preseason, I saw this kid getting thrown around. He's not going to survive this season. I got the Panthers in last place in the NFC South. In the AFC South, Duval got family in Jacksonville. I can't wait till they revamp it down there. Shad Khan's building up a nicer hotel. I remember staying in Jacksonville at some hotel. It was whack. It was not cool. And uh, if you also remember last year, they, they got a bad grade for like the food in the stadium. I went to that stadium. That was my first NFL stadium I ever went to. I went to the inaugural like preseason game in like 96, whenever the Jaguars started, and they played the Falcons. Um, but that stadium, I don't I don't know. They they need work. That stadium's got a pool in it. But either way, don't worry about the stadium or the surrounding area. Trevor Lawrence is the guy. He's got Calvin Ridley this year, who I I missed on in fantasy. I'm so mad about not being able to draft Calvin Ridley, but I did get Christian Kirk and I did get Evan Ingram in one league. And I also got Travis Etienne. I believe in the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Doug Peterson. I think they're going to have a big year. I think they're going to win the South. Right after the Jaguars, I've got the Tennessee Titans bouncing back. I don't know what Tannehill is going to do, 
But they got Hopkins. They got DeAndre Hopkins. Nook is over there. Uh, Dex, uh, Dexter Henry. Shout out to Dexter Henry, who does updates here, also does S&Y stuff. Had me on his S&Y show. Derrick Henry is the running back for the Tennessee Titans. I think he's going to have another big year, and I think he's close to some rushing milestones. So I've got the Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel's club um, second in the AFC South. Third, I have C.J. Stroud in the Houston Texans. D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans. Come on, brother. Figure it out. I think they're going to be better than people think. I don't expect them to be you know, winners, but I think they'll win enough games um, to make some noise. And and I really want to see that kid tank Dell. I think Pierce is going to have a big second year. I think that they have more in Tennessee. And I like those like battle red helmets they wear. I got the, the, the Texans coming in third behind the Titans. The Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I, I wish no luck to Jim Ursay in that franchise. Uh, I, I got them coming in, in dead last. I don't know if they'll win five games. Um, I just I don't I don't think they're gonna win anything. The NFC West. You just heard me say D'Amico Ryan's D'Amico Ryan's. Where was D, D'Amico Ryan's last before he took that head coaching job? We'll get there in a second. I got the Seattle Seahawks winning that division. I went out to Seattle. For the All-Star game, I talked to a lot of people out there. They kept saying, you got to come back for football. I got to see Lumen Field, the home of the 12s, and I'm like, I got to get out here for football to see what the environment was like. I was on uh, a, a Sprinter van to the Players Alliance event and talking to the guy driving the Sprinter van, and he's like, listen, man, no matter what is going on with the Seahawks, they have season ticket holders that are in those seats. Those seats are real estate. And the fan base, the 12s, like, they're a real thing. They're out there. You got to come see it. And I think now they have the defense. And I also think Kenneth Walker in his second year. You heard me earlier speak about Jackson Smith and Jeeba out of Ohio State. He's going to play. I think it's him and DK Metcalf with Geno Smith. They wrote me off. I didn't write back. Geno Smith got paid a little bit of money there. And um, I think he's going to be a solid quarterback for them. They were smart to move on from Russell Wilson. Seattle Seahawks winning the NFC West. And some people are probably scratching their head like, wait, you're not you're not putting San Francisco there? No, I don't believe the hype. I don't believe the hype. I mean, they have been able to get to the NFC Championship. They keep coming up short. But there's some weird stuff going on there, right? We don't talk enough about what a mistake it was to trade Trey Lance. That's what pissed me off when Trey Lance, you know, Jerry Jones went and made that trade for Trey. Like, the, the conversation shifted. You made that trade. You sent him a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance. Now everybody's talking about Dak Prescott and Trey Lance. Trey Lance is no threat to Dak Prescott. He can't play the quarterback position in the NFL. And the 49ers traded up to get that man. They were so sure of that. In the year that Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson went one and two, they were so sure of Trey Lance. What a bust and what a mistake John Lynch and uh, Kyle Shanahan made. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, is their quarterback. Backed up by Sam Darnold. Now, Brock Purdy isn't sneaking up on anybody in the same way I say the Giants aren't sneaking up on anybody. I feel like, you know, similar to how Nick Foles and the Eagles made that run to the Super Bowl in 2017, 2016, whatever it was, 2017. They were underdogs every week. No one saw them coming. No one expected it. Oh, the backup quarterback? No. Brock Purdy had a similar run. Who's this little kid? He looks like a 13-year-old. No way is this kid wheeling and dealing. No way is this guy winning games for the 49ers. Well, it's a lot different when you're recovering from getting your arm snapped by Hassan Reddick in the NFC Championship game where the whole fan the whole fan base was let down. The whole team was is still talking about, oh, what could have, would have, should have happened if Brock was still healthy. Well, he's healthy now, we, we assume. 
Let's see if he can do it again. And that game is the game I'm most excited about week one. We'll talk about that later, the, the week one schedule. Because you've got Kenny Pickett versus Brock Purdy in week one. Those are the two most successful rookie quarterbacks from last year. Will they have sophomore slumps? I think Kenny's ready to go if you watch the preseason. That's my dog. But Brock Purdy is a question mark to me. Can he do it again, being the guy, with no Jimmy Garoppolo there in the meeting room, with no Trey Lance there, without being able to watch a whole season and be a fly on the wall and learn, and then you get your shot? Can he do it, Iowa State Mr. Irrelevant? Can he do it for a full season? You have all these weapons in Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Debo Samuel. Can he do it? Let's see. They just signed Nick Bosa. I saw they were like 43-17 and 17 in games that Nick Bosa played. Maybe. But I got the Niners coming in second. I like Seattle's defense, and uh, I think they can win that division. The Los Angeles Rams, they're mid. They'll come in third. And then the Cardinals are tanking. They're obviously going to be fourth. The AFC West, the last division. The Kansas City Chiefs own that division. Everybody knows that. Everybody, there's not one person picking any other team to win that division. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Without Chris Jones, without Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes owns that division. The Los Angeles Chargers think they can make a run at it, though. I don't care what you think about their head coach. They paid their quarterback. They have receivers. They drafted a receiver, Quentin Johnson. Austin Eckler, I hope, gets busy. And I hope that defense is intact. With Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa's brother. With Derwin James, who's a monster. With Khalil Mack. Like, come on. Put it together. Los Angeles Chargers should have stayed in San Diego. They got two teams in L.A., and if you go to L.A. to SoFi Stadium, nobody is going to those games. I got the Chargers coming in second. The Las Vegas Raiders in third. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is the definition of a mid-quarterback. We'll see what Josh Jacobs does. I'm glad that they got him to sign. Uh, I have him in fantasy. I hope he leads the league in rushing again. But there's trouble in paradise with Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones is locked out of the building. Chandler Jones is beefing with his baby's mother. They're posting uh, texts and screenshots online. He went on Instagram to say he doesn't want to play for this head coach and GM. Not great. Not great. And then last but not least, the Denver Broncos are going to finish last because of what Sean Payton had to say about Nathaniel Hackett. Well, you've inherited that mess that he left behind, and I don't care about what you did in New Orleans. This ain't New Orleans. You can't fix that mess in one year. And I honestly think Russell Wilson is cooked. I don't know uh, if he lost, you know, 15 pounds and got shredded or whatever. I don't think that matters. I just think he's past his prime. And I think Pete Carroll knew that. So, you know, what are the Broncos going to do? Jerry Judy's hurt. Javante Williams going to have a bounce back year. I don't know. I think they're going to be at the bottom of that division. 877-337-6666. I did want to play my interview with um, Donald De La Hay destroying it's on my youtube channel if you really want to hear what we talked about i just respect that kid and his grind and his hustle and and what he's done he's building an empire but i don't know if we're gonna have enough time tonight i still have a full rack of calls and i want to get to you guys young josh and Passaic on the fan again what's up josh thanks for holding hey kid how you doing i'm good man i'm in here watching uh mlb highlights going through the division winners and, and rankings and whatnot happy that football is back so I'll start with football. I mean, I don't think the Giants are taking the division, but when I saw the video earlier by Steve and I, and I agree with that the Giants probably will get that seventh or sixth spot because it's just it's not a stacked NFC. I mean, look at the AFC. That's a much harder race. I mean, if the Jets win NFC, you could say as much as their bad luck is, 
he pretty much being the flash. That's going to work out good for the Giants. But you think Evan Neal works up to his first-round pick status? I mean, last year's one of the worst blockers in the league. You think he takes that step up like Andrew Thomas did? I don't know. He's not Andrew Thomas. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. We're about to find out soon. I don't think he takes that step in week one. So I hope. I mean, got a few beasts over there coming against Giants offensive line. Hopefully they'll be able to hold. I mean, we'll have to see how Waller's employed. But yeah, that's you got, uh, a, you got a rookie center. You never know how rookies are going to react. Uh, Thomas is a lock. I don't. I don't know. We're about to find out. That's why we are all anticipating and watching. It all starts and ends in the trenches. Um, I, I know that from, from playing. I know that from watching. You're not doing anything if you can't win up front. Do you think the, I also think the Eagles are probably going to take a big step back. I mean, if you look at their schedule from last year, though, there's a reason they're able to start like that. Every week they weren't playing good, playing bad teams. It's finally broken versus the Commanders, but they didn't really have tough competition, and I don't know. I mean, I even though they really started off ten and zero, eleven and zero, I go back to last year, and I was doing this on the fan last year. They barely escaped some of those games. They beat the the Colts. Colts. They came back at the last minute. Yeah, seventeen to sixteen. The Colts were terrible. They beat the Bears barely, twenty five to twenty. They barely escaped some of those games. It wasn't like they blew people out and just cruised all the way to their undefeated start. They were in some of those games in tight games. Even with the, the Texans, they were they were in a tight game with them. Um, the Commanders were able to beat them. The Cowboys beat them. I'm going back and looking now. It wasn't like they were this juggernaut that just steamrolled to the, the Super Bowl. What I will say is, as we're talking about offensive line, defensive line, winning in the trenches, their offensive line is one of the best offensive lines in football. They're intact. Their defensive line got stronger. That kid, Jalen Carter, he's a rookie. I can't believe because he got into that car accident where someone died that that the league let him drop to the Eagles where they drafted him. He's going to be a problem. Um, but I just feel like them losing their offensive and defensive coordinators to head coaching positions, that's a change, right? That's, that's a big change in the next year. Uh, let's see if Jalen Hurts can do it again. I'm not sold on him completely. I, I still like. I know he balled out in the Super Bowl, but like, I want to. I want to see this kid throw the ball and be a quarterback. I know he can run the ball. Uh, I, I know he's a good leader. He's strong and all that. But uh, let's see if he can do it again. He did it one year. When we look at his offensive line, as you said, three of the five players were all were all pros last year. I guess you never heard of before. It took a huge step up. So he's sitting behind it all the time. He's got A.G. Brown. He's got Devontae Smith. He's got Dallas Goddard. I'm not trying to minimize what he did, but to go out and do that again. Do it again. Show me again. You got to prove it. Every year, rent is due. You got you got to show up and do it. He had a great year last year. He also got hurt last year. Stay healthy. Let's see if he can stay healthy and do it again. I'm not all the way sold on Jalen Hurts. Great performance in the Super Bowl, right? You know, they say, oh, you shut up all the doubters and naysayers. No, no, he didn't. Do it again. Because... Philadelphia fans, they paid him. But just two, three years ago, they hated him. They didn't understand why they used that pick on him. Before I get to a quick match point, I just want to ask a quick question. Um, what do you think Javante Williams is going to do this week? And do I start either Jordan Addison or Elijah Moore over him? Uh, I, I like Javante Williams. Um... I don't. I don't know what he's going to do. No one knows what he's going to do in this first week. I don't. I'm not high on the on the Broncos. At all. They're at home. They're facing the Raiders. The Raiders are going to be without Chandler Jones. You said Jordan. So it's between him, Jordan Addison, and who? Elijah Moore. I like 
Elijah Moore. He's a sneaky play, but I wouldn't play him first, like, week one. I I think... Or even Rashad Bateman, but I don't know what he's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. It's just too many mouths to feed over there. Zay Flowers, Odo Beckham Jr., Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, and then Lamar's going to tuck and run a couple times. I, I really like Jordan Addison. Uh, I wanted to get him in fantasy. I took Zay Flowers instead because I have L- Lamar Jackson with the stack. But I just think that that kid, I, I, he played with Kenny Pickett at Pitt, and then I saw him with Caleb Williams at USC. He is a, a get-the-ball-and-go guy, and with all the attention that Justin Jefferson is going to draw, he's small, he's shifty. Kirk Cousins is by the book. He's going to go through his reads. If his first read is to get to Justin Jefferson and it's covered, he's going to his second read, and Jordan Addison is going to be there. And if he's ready to go, which I think he will be even as a rookie, I think he's going to get a lot of targets this year. I think he's going to catch a lot of passes. So, um, you know, more so than K.J. Osborne in, in that offense. So uh, it's between Javante Williams and Jordan Addison. And let me see who the the Vikings are. Uh, the Vikings are facing the Buccaneers. They might eat at home that first game. I don't know. No, I have Alexander Madison. So who? So it's between Javante Williams, Jordan Addison, Rashad Bateman, and Alexander Madison. No, Madison's already in. I mean, I'm I'm ready for him to just eat. As as Madison should be fine. They wouldn't they wouldn't move on from Dalvin if they didn't think he was ready to go. I would start Javante Williams. He's going to get the touches. Wait, you know, it's, it's week one. You got a bunch of weeks. It's hard to say week one that Jordan Addison's going to catch, you know, seven, eight passes. But you can almost guarantee that Javante Williams is going to get his 10, 15 carries plus. And, of course, the guy I'm playing is P. Ryan. So I, so I really hope Javante Williams anyway gets the overload of the carries. And yeah, I'm hoping to strike it with Jordan Addison because the last time I really went for a rookie receiver was with Devontae Smith. I thought he'd be the guy. And then just watching Jamar Chase was stressing uh, with the Mets. I mean, Trying to still understand what type of player Francisco Alvarez is going to be in the next two years. Is he going to be like a 230, 25-plus homers, 65, 70-plus RBIs? The type of player is going to be is that good for catchers? Is he like going to become more of a 260, like more of like an Adley Rutschman with more power? I don't think he's going to be like Adley Rutschman. Uh, I think he's going to be one of the best power hitters at the catcher's position in the game. I don't know what his average is going to be. I wouldn't draw too many conclusions from this first rookie season where he came up. And then you got to think about the season was up and down and then it was down. And now it's, I, I don't know. I, I think Francisco Alvarez is, you know, a, a pillar of the Mets moving forward. But I, I can't call how many home runs he's going to hit. I think he'll be a 30 home run guy. Uh, batting average, I'm not sure of. These kids, they're kids. Like, they're going to grow. They're going to develop. And, they have a chance to make a big jump between year one and two because this is their first year at the highest level, getting those reps and getting that experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a ceiling on this kid though. I think he could be an all-star catcher. I think you could have Jason Domingues with his three home runs. We got Ronnie Mauricio batting over four hundred. Anyway, keep things are taking my call and have a good night. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, Ronnie Mauricio. Uh, that's another kid where it's like, hey, two paces out of the tube. Same thing I said about um, the Martian. Now, now that the fan base has seen him, you can't hide him. Can't send him back down. Can't give us any excuse for him to not have a spot. Now you got to figure out a spot for the kid to play. Shortstop, can't do that. Third base, Brett Beatty's there. They tried him in left field in the minors. That didn't go so great. You don't want him playing left field in city field. I don't know. They'll figure it out. 877-337-6666. We got Giants calls. We got Yankees calls. 
I'm taking your calls till 2 a.m. This time is going to burn up quick. Fleegs, let's hit the break and come right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. When this happened, you talk about it on the fan. She is gone. It's a grand slam. Swung on, head in the air to right field. It is high. That is far. It is gone. His third home run of the game. A judging blast to right field. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, I'm back. And our national pastime is back. It's week one, baby. The NFL is king around here and everywhere. Not around here. Let's look at week one, and then we'll go back to the phone. 877-337-6666 if you'd like to get a word in before we wrap up. So tonight, the nation will watch the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, Jamar Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs versus Patrick Mahomes. And it don't matter who's on the field with Patrick Mahomes. He's going to ball. The Chiefs are minus five and a half at home. I don't know who I like there. I'm not going to tell you who to pick. Then when we get to Sunday, bum, 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 seven hours of commercial free football. I cannot wait till one o'clock. I'm, I'm planning on going to the Sunday night football game, but I'm going to watch 
the one o'clock games at home because I don't think they open the parking lot at MetLife until like three. And I don't want to be the first, you know, I'm not like I'm not setting up a grill. I'm I think I'm gonna drive myself. I have to get a parking pass now. I'm thinking about it. But I don't plan on going over there until like four or five once the four oh five, four twenty five games start. But that 49ers Steelers game, you already heard me talk about it. It's the battle of the two rookie quarterbacks that got the most reps last year, Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett. Will they have sophomore slumps? Notice the Niners are only two-and-a-half-point favorites after being in the NFC Championship. They got to go into P-Town. Sixburg. Those Pittsburgh fans, those Yinzers, they're going to be turned up. I'm telling you right now, I'm, not, I'm, I'm taking the Steelers plus two-and-a-half. I'm not telling you to bet it, but like I'm a biased Kenny Pickett fan. He went to my high school. I know the kid. The Carolina Panthers will open up against the Falcons. The Falcons are minus three and a half in Atlanta. The Houston Texans will go to Baltimore. Whole lot of flock going on. Big trust. Lamar Jackson is back, folks. It's been a long time since you've seen eight running around doing what he does. He's one of the best. And now he's got some weapons and a new offensive coordinator. They're favoring the Ravens minus 10. Now, that's, a, that's you know, every gambler is going to take the uh, the 10 points there with the Texans, especially week one. But the Ravens should smoke them, just experience alone. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns, the Battle of Ohio in Cleveland. Joe Burrow, who said he's good to go. They're only two-and-a-half-point favorites. It's week one. Nobody knows. But what a big game for Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones. What a big game for... Amari Cooper and those guys to come out at home with that elf at the 50-yard line and potentially knock down the Bengals, who many people have picked as a Super Bowl team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to Minnesota to that football palace that I dream of going to one day. What is it, U.S. Bank? U.S. Bank Arena or something? U.S. Bank Stadium? I always remember being uh, at the All-Star Game in 2014 in Minnesota. Yeah, U.S. Bank Stadium. And riding their like tram or their train or their light rail or whatever, and seeing the like skeleton of that stadium being built, and now to see what it is, it's ridiculous. Giants fans know if you're a Giants fan that went out there last year, that place is sick. The Vikings are minus six and a half. You like that? Arizona Cardinals at Washington Commanders. Why are the Commanders minus seven? Because the Cardinals are tanking. They're literally going out there with a quarterback that they just got a couple weeks ago. I would hammer the commanders. Uh, Sam Howe. I I don't know about Terry McLaurin, but the Cardinals aren't going to be any good. The Titans. The Tennessee Titans. This is an interesting matchup. The Tennessee Titans going to New Orleans to face the Saints. The Saints are minus three at home. The Jacksonville Jaguars at Indianapolis. But the Colts, they're saying Anthony Richardson spent... His off day, eight hours at the facility on an off day getting ready. Yeah, he should. He's a quarterback. But the Jaguars should go in there and knock them right down. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Colts are, are the uh, Jaguars are only four and a half favorites. The Philadelphia Eagles go up to New England and they start the season off against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. That's an intriguing matchup, but the Eagles should win that. They're minus four. The Las Vegas Raiders go to Denver. And for some reason, the Denver Broncos are minus four. I got no faith in the Broncos. I just told you I'm picking them last. I just don't think Sean Payton is going to be able to mesh with Russell Wilson and turn that thing around. 
The Los Angeles Rams go to Seattle to face the Seahawks in the 12th man. The Seahawks are minus five and a half favorites. That's that's about right. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Tale as old as time. The Bears are minus one and a half. Look out. Justin Fields, DJ Moore. I think they're going to be ready to rock. I told you earlier that Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs are both out week one for Jordan Love. They're going to have to run the football. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. San Diego now. Los Angeles. Super Chargers. Dolphins Chargers. Tank for Tua versus Justin Herbert. Remember that draft? We're going to see Tua face off against Justin Herbert. I would have taken Herbert 10 times out of 10. Tua had the injury history. Slider frame. Justin Herbert is him. I'm taking the Chargers there. They're playing in L.A. They're minus three. Sunday night football. Bum, bum, ba, na, na, dum. Bum, bum, ba, na, 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 dum. How about them Cowboys versus the G-Men? The Dallas Cowboys are minus three and a half favorites in East Rutherford. That's going to be a game. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a great tailgate. Look for me. I'll probably have a Micah Parsons jersey on and a rubber blue football that I'll be throwing at anyone willing to catch. And then Monday night, I don't think I'll be able to swing back-to-back games, and I believe I'll be on the fan Monday night after this game. So I don't think I'm going, even though there is a dope, there's a few dope tailgates going on. I got to see. We'll see when the schedule comes out. Uh, schedule actually comes out tomorrow for what the airtime is going to be next week. I would, I would like to go to both. The Buffalo Bills come to Jersey to face the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, the whole world will be watching Monday Night Football, and the Bills are minus two-and-a-half favorites. And like I said... There's a real chance that this time next week, both teams are 0-1 after all the hype. Don't believe the hype. I told you that about the baseball season, right? Last year, all these Mets fans were on my back talking about, oh, you said the Subway Series was exhibition. These games don't matter. Yeah, they don't matter now, do they? Eric in Brooklyn. What's going on? Emergency. There's got to be like an emergency test system or something going on. I don't know what that was, bros. Sorry about that. Sorry about. I I I didn't. I don't know. I just heard a buzzing sound. I added to it. I, I don't know exactly like, what that sound was, but it reminded me of the '90s for some reason. <laughs> like like a video game, like a like when you're. When your Nintendo just like goes blank or has all those line colors, yeah, why? Well, you're blowing on the cartridge. That's what's playing on the TV. <laughs> That's exactly what was on the other side of the phone. Are these Salicata's baseball cards in here? These old school cards. These are like from the '80s. Yeah, let Sal leave these behind. My uncle Tim left me a bunch of '80s baseball cards that I got, but he didn't keep them in good shape. So I was like, "Thanks for nothing, uncle." I have them, but I'm like, they're not mint. They're all, like, worn down. Look at this. Pirates, Jim Leland card. Look at this. Rangers, Bobby Valentine card. How would I pull two manager cards back to back? Who else we got in here? Well, I think this is probably the time that I should play the interview. I don't have any calls left. Yeah, I don't think we have enough time. I just realized this show will be over in, like, five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. Well, I did want to go to that call. Now I just have to 
bring us bring us the rest of the way home with these baseball cards. Who else do I see out here in, from the '80s that I even recognize? Jimmy Key, Bob Gibson. Turn the clock back. Obviously, Bob Gibson didn't play in the '80s, but this card is in there. Sal left this card. All right, well, we'll lay out and talk about some more NFL stuff. I mean, unless you guys want to talk about the Washington Nationals, and Dominic Smith. Unless you guys want to talk about the uh, Detroit Tigers and Miguel Cabrera. Look at this Rick Roden Yankees card. Hmm, Rick Roden, pitcher. Height 6'4", weight 203, throws righty, bats righty. <laughs> Played for the Dodgers. Pirates and the Yankees in 1987. I was not born yet. Well, now we have another call. Someone that has an answer for me. Chris is in Union, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, you know, I had an interview that I was going to try and play. We ran out of time. Uh, I, I picked my division winners and rankings. I feel like I hit everything that needed to be hit. <laughs> good job, bro. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I know why those baseball cards are there. Yeah, tell me. So, DT and Sal, they play this game. And so, like, Sal gives, um, he gives, like, like a clue of, like, the baseball card. And DT, he names the player or the coach. Yeah, I don't know. Did they just start that today? I missed their show today. When I have these late shows, sometimes, like, I go home and I can't sleep, and then I have a baby that gets up at five thirty in the morning, and then like I gotta do that, and then I'll crash, and sometimes I'll get up and it's like eleven thirty, twelve, and I like miss their whole show. <laughs> Dude, I know exactly what you're going through because like I work late, and like their show came on, and I was just listening to it. But I think they just started. I think this is their second game, and then Sal did really well. I mean, uh, BT did really well. I think he got like uh, eleven out of twenty cards. Yeah, I I bet between the two of them, they have a lot of 80s baseball knowledge that I definitely have no knowledge of. <laughs> really, really, BT more than Sal. BT is 50. Sal's 43. Oh, wow. So, I, I knew BT was old, but... <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, age, age is just a number. I wasn't, I wasn't saying that to throw them under the bus for age. Like, they're old. I'm saying, like... They like if you're 50, you remember watching baseball in the 80s. If you're 43 or 44, I think Sal is in the 80s. He was a child. I don't know how much he could really recall. He was like elementary yeah. school. Yeah, no, that's the same thing. I'm 44, and what I remember, uh, I remember a little bit of the 86 Mets. I think Sal was probably the same age. We were both probably in second grade when the Mets won the World Series in '86. Yeah, um, so you, I mean, you could probably think about where you watched it at, or yeah, but you can't really remember that. Like, yeah. I was actually gonna ask BT. I'll probably ask you right now. So, like, let's say just for like, I don't know, argument. I don't know. Some miracle happens, and the Yanks are on October first. Are one game they need to win that just one game against the Royals to make the playoffs, and. The Giants, I think the Giants play at 8 or the Jets play at 8 o'clock. I was going to ask BT, but, like, would that be his, like, most famous regular season game day of all time if the Yankees have to win one game to make the playoffs and the Jets are 4-0 meeting? I think they play the, the Chiefs, I think, that's Sunday night. 
I mean, that would be fantastic if they win. If the Jets are four and zero, and like for 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 that to be a great day, the Jets would have to win all of their games, and the Yankees would have to win majority of their games. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. Anyway, Ben, I, yeah, I, I was just listening, and I was like, oh, I know why those baseball cards are there. I was like, oh man, I got, I got. Yeah, read I call. appreciate the help. Like I said, I I usually wake up and I, I never get to listen to the morning show. Obviously. I don't get home till two thirty three, uh, and then I, you know I gotta sleep. But I usually go on Twitch and watch BT oh, and yeah. Sal at uh, at ten a.m. Yep. versus watching First Take or Undisputed. I can't stand those shows. Yeah, I yeah when the yeah I would watch them on Twitch too. It would be BT and um uh Barber oh Tiki Barber. Yeah, it, it used to be um you know Tiki and Tierney. Now it's uh it's BT and Sal. So, I missed it today, and I didn't catch the card game. Yeah, no. But I I know they have, like, call of the day, and then they have the crown. Like, I'm paying attention. I'm listening. When I'm awake. you're good, man. You're good when you're awake, yeah. All right, Chris. Have a good one, bro. Thanks for the call. Uh, Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm the nighttime host. Like, C-Mac is coming up. I guarantee you, C-Mac doesn't listen to the morning show. Probably can't catch too much of... BT and Sal's new show either. It's not how it works. But I think we're all fans of the fan. And as a host on the fan, you should know what the conversation was leading into your show. Like, I think that's important to know, at least get the gist of it, right? Because if you come in blind, not like there are some days where I'm like, oh, I was really busy. I missed some things. But usually I can catch clips on Twitter. And I could go back in the Odyssey app if there was like, you know, a segment or something to listen to. But, uh, yeah, I didn't catch the card game. Now I'm aware. Thanks for one of the loyal WFAN listeners calling at almost 2 in the morning to fill me in. James is in West Islip on the fan. My last call tonight. What's going on, man? I'm just getting home from the U.S. Open. How you doing? Nice. I'm good, man. How was it tonight? Oh, it's awesome, man. It's I've awesome been, every uh, night. I've been the last four nights in a row now and I'll, I'll go every night until, until the finals. And it's, it's so you wild. saw, uh, was it Tiafo and Stetson? So Tia, yeah, I saw Tiafo lose earlier and then, um, Alcaraz just, I mean, Alcaraz is a different animal. Tiafo versus Shelton ball. was last night. Obviously I'm out of the loop on the tennis. Tiafo was, he lost to the kid Shelton from today? Georgia last night. Was that last night? Or t- I thought that I was, was on air last night. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh last yeah, it was last night. Yeah, yeah. So and then Alcaraz tonight was was wild. Uh, I mean, he's just a, a different animal. Um, but yeah, if you haven't got out to it, I mean, I guess working this schedule, you probably <laughs> yeah. can't get out. There. I've been there. I I I, I talked uh, a couple days ago about you know when I worked at Fubo TV, I had never been there, and they had a a suite with BN Sports, and I got invited yeah, yeah. to the suite. And I'm like, damn, this is luxury. This is nice. And, of course, yeah, I had yeah. the honey deuce. And, like, I got to take in the experience. I forget what celebrity. I think Pharrell was out there when I went and somebody else. And I'm like, I had no idea. Arthur Ashe Stadium, Billy Jean King. Like, I had no idea what was in there and how nice it was and how many people from across the world descend on that so place. It's, it's so, it, yeah, somebody was telling me today, one of the people that worked there, actually the largest sporting event in the world. And we barely talk about it on WFAN, the fan in New York. It's just we're consumed with the Mets and the Yankees whose seasons are completely over. But, like, we're, we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way to talk about them. And now 
Thank the football gods. We have real NFL football to talk about from now until February. Let's get it. All right, I'm done. I'm going to go drive home and uh, try not to wake up my cat, my wife, and my baby because they'll definitely throw hands. And I got to, like, creep in and watch the second half of Hard Knocks and try and rest and then get up tomorrow and do the same thing again. C-Mac is next. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.